want so many different things. But they don't take what's required to get those things. What's required is self-discipline. Hey everybody, it's Ori again, and today we're going to dive into the story of self-discipline. First and foremost, we have to talk about what self-discipline is. Let's look at the first part of the word, self. Self means you. You have to... You have to do what's required for you. Nobody else. You can't expect anyone else to do what you need to do to get to where you want to go. We all have similar dreams and goals to a certain extent. But only you can do what God had meant for you to do. So that's self. And then the discipline part. That's that's what I look at as to continue to go no matter what. Like, I wake up before a certain time every single morning because I've trained myself to do it. I'm self-disciplined to talk to my father before I do anything else in the morning. Even if I have a busy day ahead of me, I wake up even earlier because I'm self-disciplined to do it. It's a part of my everyday routine. It's self-discipline. Self-discipline for you could be if you want to lose weight. You have to have the self-discipline to first get up. You have to get up. And you have to prepare to do those exercises. If you're good working in groups, you have to Make sure you make it to the gym at a certain time before you have to go to work and you have to do other things. And then when you get there, you have to have the discipline to actually do it. Discipline is doing it. You know, um, I have a friend, love her so much. She, um, she's not even trying to lose weight. She just wants to stay healthy, um, High blood pressure and diabetes and things of that nature runs in her family. And she's made a health goal to be self-disciplined, to work out a certain amount of times every week. And she's so committed to the goal that she'll even do it before she goes to work. She comes over here to my house to shower up before she has to go to work since I live closer to the gym than she does. And I just admire her self-discipline. Every day hasn't been a good day for her. But she continues to keep going. It's a part of her routine now. I was about to give y'all the biggest myth. One of the biggest mysterios out there. I was about to tell y'all that it takes 21 days to build a habit. To start a new habit. And that is not true. I'm so glad that I did my research before I stated that fact. So let me repeat. What I just said is not true. Actually, it takes an average of 66 days to form a new habit. The minimum is about 21 days, depending on the type of person you are. And sometimes it could take more than 66. 
depending on what type of habit you're trying to form. But my point in um, even mentioning a habit is to say that you want to develop good habits. That's another part of your self-discipline. You want to have certain things that you do to get to where you want to go. So we're self-disciplined without even realizing it in good and bad things. Um, For example, my pastor, I can't remember if my pastor did or a guest pastor, but now that I think about it, I want to say this, a guest pastor, but um, he did a story at the end of his sermon about a guy who, oh no, it was pastor, I remember, but he did a story about um, a guy who was really good at a job and one of the supervisors came up to the guy and was like, you know, you've always on time. You work this job really well. And, um, you know, we want to we want to bump you up to manager. You have to work on the weekends, but um, we know you can do it because you're so good at what you do. And the man said, no. Um, and he asked why. He was like, because I drink on the weekends. And my pastor used it as, you know, God preparing you for something um, that you're not prepared for and vice versa. So he had an opportunity, but he wasn't prepared for it because he was drinking. And then sometimes people who are unqualified get into a position and God makes a way for them. But I'm using the example today to tell you that that's his, that's his, that's what he's self-disciplined to do. That's his habit. His habit is to drink every weekend. He works Monday through Friday. And on the weekend, he drinks. My husband has a song. Um, he's a he's an artist, for those of you um, who don't know. I talk a lot about Kale, but Chris is extremely important in my life, too. And Chris is an artist, and he does music. And he has a song called Habit. And it's like, it's a habit to be the best that I can be. And um, the whole song is just talking about the good habits that... Um, people should have and how you need to cut off things like a bad habit um the guy who featured on the song little varnado he mentioned bad habits and how he had to cut them off so i might try to find that song and add it to the end of the podcast so you all can hear it and be motivated to be your best your best version of yourself but that is so true like even with him making positive music like that he's overall became a better person like I was just sharing our story with someone yesterday and August it'll be 11 years for us and we've came a long way uh, from 14 year old Ori and 17 year old Chris so he really has grown and gotten better with time and became the best that he can be every day We aim to be even better people. Another example of being self-disciplined is I'm now self-disciplined with this podcast. I actually set alarms for the days that I'm going to do them. And I, I think I told you all that my goal is to do a podcast at least twice a week. And my target days are Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday. So out of those three days... There's going to be a podcast on two of them. And um, 
once I get that down pack, I'll add three. And then I might add four and five. You never know. So that's a habit. I want to wake up and give y'all some good information of whatever the spirit is giving me. But I want to change gears for a moment. One of the reasons I decided to do an episode on self-discipline is because of what I stated in the beginning. So many people want things, but they don't do what's required to get them. And I'm talking about things as simple as where you where you lay your head down, you know, what environment you're in, um, what you're putting in your body. Like, there's so many different things. Like, I feel like social media is a great tool, but it's also handicapped us because we look at these images and we we're looking at all these different profiles of people who are successful and millionaires and things of that nature. And we think that this happened for them overnight. And some people portray things as to if it happened overnight. They get on social media and they're posing in front of cars they don't own or cars they seen at the store that look good in the parking lot and they posing in front of it like it's theirs. And they're making things look like they didn't have to work for it. I want to let y'all know that everything in life, you're going to have to to truly appreciate it and to truly keep it. You're going to have to work for it. But it feels so much better when you do work for it because you, I don't know, it's just something about it. Like a funny story, but nevertheless a story for me we just got our washing dryer and we've been in our home for at least five months now, almost six. And before we got our washing dryer, I was just going out to my mother-in-law house once a week to wash clothes and I would use that as an opportunity to visit. But yesterday before, um, was my first time washing clothes and I washing dryers. It's just an, um, you know, just a normal washing dryer, nothing fancy, but it had been in storage for a while um, with basically my big sister, but she's like a third mama now at her mom's house where it had accumulated a little dirt and things like that. So um, I decided to give it a really good cleaning before I put any clothes in it. So I was thinking to myself, I was like, I'm really taking care of everything that God gives me. I'm working for this. Like I cleaned out the washer the inside and the outside I wiped down the outside to dry the inside to dry wasn't really it wasn't dirty at all and I looked at it and it looked so much better even though it was an old washer and dryer it looked so much better after I took the time to clean it and things of that nature and then I put my load in and um got everything going and it was just a sense of sense of accomplishment that went across me that I was so proud of because I worked for it, you know. I cleaned that washer. <laughs> I got that dirt out of that washer before I washed my clothes. I didn't just throw my clothes into a dirty washer that had been sitting up for months. I took effort. I do it all the time in my house. Like, I don't go to sleep um, until my house looks a certain way. Like, even if all the dishes aren't washed, they're at least all um, sitting in dishwashing liquid. 
<laughs> dishwashing water all night and um dishes are put up or they're placed neatly in the dishwashing rag and you know just things like that I can go on and on but things are a certain way because I work for those to be there I prayed so hard for the home that I'm living in and I refuse to act like I don't appreciate it and show God that he wasted his time because he didn't I want to let him know that I thank him for my home. I thank you for the community that I live with, live in. I thank him for the peace and quietness that is almost in my house all the time, unless K.O. is crying. <laughs> but I thank him for that. So I work for that, y'all. That's self-discipline that's self within itself. So um, I got to get more self-discipline keeping my car clean. Chris is better at that, though. So I let him do the car. I let him maintain the car, and I maintain the house. So we... I don't think it's an even trade, but we got a trade. But yeah, y'all, so you have to find what, what works for you um, and what it's going to take for you to be who you desire to be. I desire to be a great mom, and I feel like I'm on, I know, it's no feeling. I know I'm on a great path to that because I am following the routines of motherhood I even though Kale is five months now and he can sleep throughout the night, he still wakes up, you know, wanting to be fed about three times at least at night. So I'm doing it, making sure his pamper change. I'm not being lazy after he uses it and just waiting forever to change it and letting, you know, just different things, y'all. I can go on and on about ways you can um practice self-discipline become self-discipline in things and making good habits but i want to make sure you get the gist of it all these steps lead to something and you you're either going to have good habits that lead to good things or bad habits that lead to bad there's no other direction there's no middle direction so i want to help you choose the good things so it can lead to good good habits and um, you become overall self-disciplined into living the good life that you desire. I don't want you to make all these bad choices that become bad habits that leads to you being self-disciplined in those bad things and you looking back and wondering where did things go wrong. I don't want that for anyone. And I know people who are products of their bad habits. And their life doesn't look as good as it could be because of the decisions that they've made. Now there's never never it's never too late to stop making bad decisions though. To stop um to stop those habits. It's never too late to do that. All athletes are disciplined in their training. They do it to win a prize that will fade away, but we do it for an internal prize. So I run with purpose in every step. I am not just shadow boxing. I discipline my body like an athlete, training it to do what it should. Otherwise, I fear that after preaching to others, I myself might be disqualified. 1 Corinthians 9, 25-27 I read that to y'all 
because that's the perfect um, example of being self-disciplined. We need to be self-disciplined for Christ above all. Like I told you all, it's a habit for me to wake up before a certain time to talk to God before I do anything. And a lot of it reflects on this verse. Like, I'm literally training myself to be the disciple God would want me to be. Every single day, I'm learning something new about myself. And I'm going to a new level. And it's what's God, it's what God wants. But not just for me. He wants that for all of us. He don't want us to be sweet when he comes back and says that I should have copied that verse down but um there's a verse in the bible that talks about to not be sleep like everybody else to be awake and waking up a little bit earlier just to get your peace and quiet and a long time with God and going to sleep at a reasonable hour so you can get enough hours of rest or staying up late to get things done and um to be prepared for the next day. All of this a part of being self-disciplined. Um, and if we're not, we're just running a race blind. We're shadow boxing, hoping to hit something. And that's not the best way to go, y'all. We have to be intentional. We have to be intentional with what we're doing and why we're doing it. If you're not, if you don't have any intentions, if you don't have any motive to what you're doing and why you're doing it, you're gonna get lost really quick. You know, for example, I've done two different businesses, um, side businesses where you can make money and things of that nature, and both of them was to only make money. It wasn't. To learn something new and things of that nature, I was I was driven by one thing and one thing only, and I believe that's why the first one definitely didn't work. I put a lot of effort in, but I didn't get the money I felt like I deserved. And then the second one, I was really good at. I caught on to everything really quickly, but my heart wasn't there. Like money is not the root of everything for me. It's not my driving factor. And even though you can make some great money within the company, I was just like, I'm I'm just worn out in all the extra things you have to do for the money. I did learn something new in the midst of it, but it's a it's a um it's a skill that I could have went without. It wasn't nothing that I needed, but God blessed me with it since I wanted to do it so bad. But now I don't even really use the skill because I'm barely doing the business. My heart's not there. I had no, my only motive was money. And y'all, if money your only motive, you might not be doing whatever you're trying to do for long. You need a why. What's your why? Why do you wake up every morning or to talk to God? Because I need peace every day. I need to know what way, which way God wants me to go for today. I need to know what specific things he wants me to do. I need to pray for those I care about and for those I don't even know 
who has no one praying for them. Why do you want to be a good mother, Ori? Because I want my son to know what a real woman is, what he should look for in a wife. I want him to succeed in school so he can make good grades and he can get scholarships. Why do you want to be a good wife, Ori? Because I want to be an example for what love is. Now I can go on and on. Your why has to mean something. I want my husband to know that I love him. I want our marriage to be to death to do us part like the vows say it should be. I have whys and they're big whys and they're why I wake up every day to do what I do and how I do it. So your why has to be big enough for you to even be self-disciplined to keep going. Like I said before, I am your biggest cheerleader. I want you to keep going. If you are on the right road, and I want you to stop and get back on the right road if you're on the wrong one. I want to remind you that you're going to make it. But I want to give you the tools that the Spirit tells me to give you in order for you to make it. And one of those tools is self-discipline. You have to. There's no other way around it. You have to form good habits. You have to have a big why. And you have to be self-disciplined. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you for the time that I have with everybody listening to this podcast, my brothers and my sisters in Christ. I just want to encourage them. I pray that they got something, even if it was just one thing that they can apply to their lives going forward. I pray that they now understand the importance of self-discipline even more. And they're even more encouraged to continue to do it or to start doing it. Lord, I pray that this podcast doesn't just hit their ears, but hit the ones that they love, that they share with someone that needs to hear it. And any other episode that um, they know of someone that they continue to share it. I pray that they walk in the purpose that you have for them, Lord. I pray for nothing but goodness in their lives. And when the storms do come, that they're prepared to endure them by trusting in you with all faith in you. I thank you for this time, Lord. And I pray above all that you remind them that they love, that they are loved by you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. To highlight how good hubby is, I am going to end it in this podcast with a with a more recent song called On Wave. Um he's continuing to grow and grow and grow. He's he's a great example of someone who's um turned good habits and he's self disciplined self disciplined into doing the right things. So Anyways, enjoy on wave. 
by the incredible Chris James. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Story by Ori. As always, I want to stay connected with you all. I want to hear how you're feeling about my podcast episodes. What do you want to hear me talk about next that will help you personally with your path in life? Make sure that you follow me um, on all the social media accounts. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram under the same handle. Story, that's S-T-O-R-I underscore by B-Y underscore Ori. And on Facebook, Oriana Coleman, O-R-I-O-N-N-A, Coleman, C-O-L-E-M-A-N. I love y'all so much. I'm your biggest cheerleader. Live that life God's way, and we'll talk next time.